You know what you know where they're going with it. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. If you just turn it on, then that's you know that's fine. Yeah, yeah. And I did catch a Christmas Story. I think uh, I'm gonna watch that too. closer to Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That was on. I I didn't watch all of it. It was like it was like halfway through. So we watched we watched the rest of it, and then we went to uh, yeah. Then we went to Christmas Vacation, which I mean, I mean, how many quotable quote quotable quotes? Quotable quotes. Quotable quotes. Call that. Yeah. Are in this movie. Just all that. Well, Mitch, that's why we're here. We are. We are. And that's Ladies why and we're going to talk about this one now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mirthful Moments, episode two, three. I don't know which way I'm going to do this, but one of the Mirthful Moments episode, we're going to talk about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Instant classic. <laughs> oh. Now, we're going to have to cut out because that last one, as soon as you said, we're going to talk about Christmas Vacation, I'm like, oh, no, fuck that. No, we're not. We're going to talk about we're gonna talk about One Magic Christmas. That yeah, that's fine. Go. I'll just cut it out. <laughs> yeah. No big or deal. Or we could just leave it in. Just be like, yeah, no, no, we're not. We're not going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, see how, I'll see how it goes on the recording. Okay. We'll go from there. Oh, my God. Now, yeah, this one I could watch. I mean, I watch this movie easily three times every Christmas season easily three times so listen this is funny I was I was gonna text you this this morning but I figured I would just wait I, I stumbled across a uh, podcast called a cinematic Christmas journey and they're just they've been at it for a couple years now I don't maybe not sure there's 14 episodes and they just like talk, start talking about all the uh, you know hot Christmas movies of the year and then I look at uh, this week's episode and it's die hard Ugh. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> Not even listening. No. No. I did watch that over the weekend, too. That was on, uh, of all the channels, MTV it was on. Interesting. Yeah. And I was so close. So close. Autumn had said she was going to, because uh, it's playing at Dubois Movie Theater. And Saturday night, she's like, so do you want to go to the movies tomorrow to see Die Hard? And I'm like, I do, but I don't like, I would love to see it on the big screen. Cause of course I was too young to watch it at the movie theater when it was originally out. Um, but then my cheap ass was like, all right, that's like, you know, 10 bucks just for each of us. And then if right. we want something to drink, I'm like, nah, it's on TV enough. Well, thank, God, thank goodness you didn't cause you saved our Christmas. I did. I did because I wouldn't have been night. able to. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to to look on Facebook and do everything I had to do to find the Woodland Wonderland. So much appreciated that you didn't oh. go. 
that day. Hey, that's what I'm here for. <clears throat> Sometimes my being a bum and not wanting to go anywhere pays off. That's right. <laughs> and I was a little under the weather too Saturday. I wasn't feeling. I had a I had a weird fever and like stomach issues. So that's weird. I, yeah, yeah. Because there was a family function that we wanted to go to, but I just was. It wasn't. It wasn't gonna. It wasn't gonna happen. So I feel that. Yeah, yeah. It's probably all the chunk I'm eating. All these cookies we're getting and everything. <laughs> More than likely, follow la 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 la. All right, guys. So as we stated, we're going to be talking about <clears throat> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And uh, right off the top, I wrote this in um, one of the past previous weeks, and we are going to be. I, I just wanted to mention it before we do it. The reason. So if you're a fan of the vacation movies. Uh, Russ and Audrey are always different actors, and I never understood why. No, me neither. Um, now, in Vegas Vacation, they're notably older, much older. Yes. Um, so that never really crossed my mind. But in the first three, they're different actors every time. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was done intentional and purposefully to show that Clark was too self-involved to pay enough attention to his children to realize that they looked different. <laughs> That's interesting. So, yeah, so they did yeah. that on purpose for whatever yeah. reason, just because yeah. Clark is a very selfish human being. Yeah, huh? That is, yeah. I always wondered why, and I never. I it was another one of those. I never really looked it up or anything. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, here's one other thing that I it was over the other day. I was on TikTok, and I do you remember you? Uh, you might you might be too young. You know the show Cisco and Ebert. I know who they are. Okay, because they would every week, it would be like every Saturday afternoon, they would have this half hour show on whatever channel and they would talk about, usually it was like three movies an episode. And it would always be, um, you know, thumbs up or thumbs down. So I was watching one episode and sure, sure enough, they talked about Christmas Vacation. And both Siskel and Ebert hated it. They oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, Siskel, I think Ebert liked it a little bit more, but Siskel said, I sat there and I didn't laugh at all. He says, I don't know why they didn't. You know, all the other ones, they were going places. And this one, why are they staying home? They should be going somewhere. I mean, they, they absolutely despised it. And... I kind of, I kind of, it kind of upset me a little bit because I always liked watching those guys growing yeah. up. You know, I mean, that was but, the original. They were the original Rotten Tomatoes, man. Like they were, they were. And speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, I decided to bring that up here real quick. Do a little, uh, a little back, uh, not backstory, little statistics. We'll call it. Sure, I was. I, I have the exact same thing up. Not Rotten oh, Tomatoes, yeah. but I have oh, a little okay. bit of a thing. If you don't mind i'll read this real quick and then you go for that go for it all right so um christmas vacation is a 1989 american christmas comedy film and the third installment in the national lampoons magazine's vacation film series uh it was directed by jeremiah chechik and written and co-produced by the master john hughes 
starring Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Randy Quaid, with supporting roles from Miriam Miriam Flim, William Hickey, May Questral, and that was her final role in the film before she died in 1998. I know. <clears throat> and uh, it was based on John Hughes' short story called Christmas 59 that was published in National Lampoon. It tells the story of Clark Griswold's effect, or efforts to have a good old-fashioned family Christmas, and it is a take, or they take a hilarious turn for the worse. The film performed very well at the box office, grossing $73.3 million against a $25 million budget while receiving generally mixed reviews from critics. It is now regarded as a Christmas classic. Yep. 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 And, uh, we have here the critical consensus. It says, while Christmas Vacation may not be the most disciplined comedy, it's got enough laughs and good cheer to make for a solid seasonal treat. And that was, I believe, written back in 1989, which um, when you have the tomato meter, which is the critics uh, overall score, hit 70 percent. So it's it's still, you know, it wasn't a certified fresh, but it was solid audience score much better 86 percent yep yep and then so it that, had... that, that's all the critic that has all the critics saying if this turkey looks tastes half as good as it looks then we're in for a real treat <laughs> yep yep and it had some uh had some really good co-stars in it because you had uh julia louis dreyfus from yep. seinfeld fame she was Margot. um uh ellen's mother she was the mother, uh, she was Ray's mother and Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, and here's another, uh, Aunt Bethany. She was the voice of Betty Boop. I don't know. Oh. If, yeah. The original voice of Betty Boop was that, was that woman. So there's a, there's another little, uh, little info there. And then of course, you know, Ross is, uh, Johnny Galecki from yep. Big Bang Theory, and even before that, he was a uh, pretty, pretty good star in uh, Roseanne. Yeah, yeah, you had some really good, uh, a good cast of people, and of course, we I don't need to talk about Chevy Chase. Oh, I know, she's the best. She's my favorite character in the whole thing. Him, oh, her, him, and uh, Uncle Lewis. Yep, or her and Uncle yep. Lewis. Yep. I mean, her very first line. Is your house on fire, Clark? Is your house like, on no. fire, Clark? Yeah. <laughs> Don't throw me down, Clark. I mean, come on. Every line that she says is just absolute gold. <laughs> is Rusty still in the military, Clark? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like I said, so so many quotes in that. I think this house is bigger than your last house, Clark. <laughs> What did she say? Are we in Florida? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, oh my god! So yeah, funny. So, yeah, yeah. Like I say, it was one of those uh, of of all the vacation movies. Of course, for me, that's that's my favorite. Um, Vegas Vacation. It was one of those. It took me a while to warm up to that one. Uh, European Vacation, I think, is just absolute trash. I yeah, that one. I thought that one was terrible. I'm not overly fond of it. I've only seen it one time, and I don't remember yeah. much from it. I do like the the original one because you do see Beverly D'Angelo's uh, boobies. Uh, so. Oh that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I I I I I like that. 
you know, when you're when you're nine years old and watching it, not expecting to see that. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, moving on. So we got some, yeah, we got some really good facts and trivia here. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with the first one, shall I? Go ahead, yeah. Okay, so uh, the house in the movie was decorated with 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. The crew had to ensure that they were switched, switched on at the right time to capture the dazzling effect. 25, so it really was 25,000, because I think he does say... Yeah, and in, in the movie, so it was legit twenty five thousand lights. Wonder how but much they did, that But they didn't him. twinkle. Yeah, they did not twinkle though. Because remember, Ellen's father when he's looking at him, he's like, "They're not twinkling." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was improvised. I, it may have been. I, Pretty I, funny. Yeah, yeah. And I did recently find out find out that number two, there was no snow, despite being a Christmas movie. Most of the snow on the film was actually fake. There was a shortage of snow in the Chicago area while the movie was being filmed, so they used a lot of crushed gypsum for the snow scenes. What the hell is gypsum? Gypsum. Don't know. Didn't like? Didn't they say back back in the fifties and shit they would actually the snow would actually be like asbestos? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good lord. <laughs> yeah, that is wild. That is wild. Gypsum um, is a soft sulfite mineral composed of calcium sulfate dihydrate with a chemical formula, yada, yada, yada. It's widely used as a fertilizer. I was going to say, that doesn't sound very uh, very healthy to have that be be walking around in that. It's made to make, it's used to make like drywall. Oh, just okay. walk around in drywall. Jesus. Yeah, it, looked, it looked convincing though. Yeah. Um, yeah, so here we go. Real zap. In the scene where Clark is trying to fix the non-working Christmas lights, Chevy Chase was actually electrocuted. His reaction in the film is genuine. Wow. I not, yeah, I did not did not uh, expect that. No, me either. Huh. Yeah. I love that scene whenever he falls and then Ellen comes out and is like... <laughs> Uh, Clark, dinner's ready or whatever, and he's just like, "Okay, honey." It's so like casual, yeah. and she yeah. just like looks around. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh, thanks, honey." He's like, "Oh, I'm starving." You know, that's all you hear. <laughs> it's so casual and so calm. Yeah, and so like like you can tell he just didn't want anybody to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, number four here is the squeaky stair. The squeaky attic ladder is real—a real functional ladder. When Clark pulls it down. Um, Beverly D'Angelo's reaction is spontaneous because she didn't know what would make such a loud noise. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. That is interesting. Yeah. So then our last one, number five, miscommunication. The characters of Todd and Margot Chester. I didn't know their last name was Chester. Neither the Griswold's I. neighbors have a running gag where they use the phrase, we were going to call, but we weren't sure how to reach you. This line was improvised by Nicholas Guest, who was Todd and Julie Louis-Dreyfus, Margot during filming. I'm not sure I remember that line. No, we were going to call, but we weren't sure how to reach you. Hmm. I don't ever remember that line in a movie. Huh. I mean, it sounds familiar, but... Because it feels like... Like I know the only feels like the only time they ever talk about talk to the Griswolds is as he says, "Where are you going to fit a tree that big?" And then Clark says, "Bend over and I'll show you." 
I don't rem I don't remember that part of the movie. Huh. Well, there we go. I guess might have to watch it again to see if that's uh, I think where that's that is. Wrong. I think that's wrong. It I think it was. Uh, I think I, cousin Eddie said that, or they yeah. said that we were yeah. gonna call. Yeah, Catherine. Eddie wanted said it, it to be a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So they just mixed up. Yeah, they they have this a little mixed up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because when the lights are up and then, yeah, the way that Clark's looking at Eddie and then Catherine's like, yeah, we were going to call. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So that's wild stuff. Okay. So now we got misheard quotes. I don't have, these ones don't sound like the actual quote, the quote, the little, little lights aren't twinkling, Clark, misheard. The little mice aren't twinkling, Clark. I've never heard that be a misheard quote. Yeah, I've never heard anybody, even number two. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what to say, but it's Christmas and we're all in misery. Like, who would ever think that she was saying we're all in Missouri? Missouri. <laughs> what? This all, Merry Christmas shitter was full. People think that he says Merry Christmas, my shirt was full. Yeah, that's. There's no nah, way. No. If anyone thinks that, that's, yeah, that's another one of those. It's like, get the hell out of here. If you, if you think that, don't even watch the movie. Right, right. Yeah. Huh. Let's see. So I opened up the link of um, the other oh. 42 festive facts. Yeah. Like I said, I found it, but I never, I didn't really go, uh, um, go through many of these some well like number one that we had already touched on that what it was based on uh john hughes short story so now we got number two clark griswold grew up in samantha stevens's house who in the hell is samantha stevens clark's child home it's the same house oh okay so the the Griswold house was the same house featured in Bewitched. Oh. Okay. And it's That's also... That's pretty interesting. Yeah. And Todd and Margot's house is where Roger Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon. That would be Danny Glover's character. That's where they lived. Okay. Yeah. Because the whole the whole movie ended up having to move to the, the Warner Brothers back lot. That's right. <clears throat> so that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yep. All right. So number three here, John Hughes was not a fan of sequels. So though many of Hughes films have spawned sequels, the man himself was not a fan of retreads. He was credited with or as a writer on European vacation and claimed that that was only because he had created the characters. He did ultimately pen the script for Christmas Vacation but only because the studio came to him and begged for another vacation movie. And he only agreed because he had a good story to base it on. Those movies have become a little more than Chevy Chase vehicles at this stage. I didn't know, or he didn't know about Vegas vacation until he read about it in the trade magazines. Ever since it came out, people have been wondering, um, coming up or have been coming up to him, uh, disappointed looks on her face. Like, what are you thinking? I like Vegas Vacation. I think it's good. It's yeah, it, it's not terrible. Uh, it's better than European Vacation, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mind Vegas Vacation one bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there were only two Christmas movies released in '89. Christmas Vacation was one, 
and the other one was called Prancer. And interestingly enough, Johnny Galecki starred in both of those. I never Wait, watched Johnny Prancer. Galecki was in Prancer. I love Prancer. I never watched it. I did not know Johnny Galecki was in Prancer. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Well, I didn't watch it, so of course I wouldn't know that. I need to look at an image of him in that movie. I did not realize. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not seeing anything, but that's crazy. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Don't you? Oh, you're calling you're calling them out. You're calling mental floss out. Huh? I know Abe Vigoda is in that movie, which is weird. Oh, really? Yeah. It says Johnny Johnny Galecki's in the movie, but I don't I don't remember him. Maybe it was like maybe it was like a really short role. Oh, Sam Elliott's in it. Yeah, it's a great movie. Like for Christmas time, like yeah. I really it's one of my favorites, but yeah, there Yeah, there he is. He was Billy Quinn. Johnny Galecki was, not Sam Elliott. Yeah. I do not remember him in that movie. I'm going to have to, I guess it's time to watch Prancer again. I like yeah. that movie. Yeah. They did a remake in, in, in of it. It's terrible. Is that? I remember yeah. this poster for Prancer, but I know I've never seen it. I think we were supposed to watch it one year uh, in school, and I missed that day of school. It is really, like, if you, if you, I didn't know that these came out in the same time, but, like, they are completely different films you know what i mean in terms of like commercialism like this movie takes place like out in the country oh okay you know what i mean so it's like really old looking and really like yeah. i really like it because it's really 80s okay but it's like childhood like 80s oh this girl lives in like a house that you can tell is like has like well water and um they have like a barn you know it's just weird shit yeah but basically the loose the loose the loose plot details of it is that this girl you know finds one of santa's reindeer and like has to nurse it back to health and shit oh okay it's pretty cool i like it it's yeah. it's not i wouldn't like go out of my way to say mitch you gotta watch it because <laughs> yeah. you know i'm not gonna when you say that i'm not watching it <laughs> I, not. I don't blame you yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's see. Where are we now? Um, some of these are kind of dumb. Like I don't, I don't care that it has ties to a wonderful life. Yeah, I don't. I've never even seen it's a wonderful life. We already talked about the cast. Um, let's see. The director had never seen a vacation movie. Uh, yeah, they're saying that the budget was relatively huge for for that day or for that at that day at that time uh, yeah i uh, bet it was yeah so there's only wow ghostbusters was only three million dollar more budget than christmas vacation that's crazy that is crazy because there's a lot of special effects in ghostbusters and i mean christmas vacation i don't remember a whole lot of if any special effects probably yeah, not the, the stupid sled riding scene which is absolute trash yeah yeah i hate that scene god do i hate it as soon as <laughs> as soon as eddie's done talking about the part you know and the pissing himself i i changed the channel i did it last night because I, I you were talking about room you know uh 
like I was talking about how the part in his hair and everything. I'm like, I gotta listen to that part. So as soon as he said that, then I'm like, no, I flipped it over, waited for a couple minutes, then went back. Right. Yeah. And there's huh. uh, there's Chris's Vacation Two. Um, it's the only sequel in the Vacation franchise to have its own sequel. I didn't know there was a there was a Christmas Vacation 2. Yeah, it's called National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2 Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Um, it says, don't be disappointed if you, ha- if you didn't know that or haven't seen it. The 2003 film um, was made for television and it finds Randy Quaid and Miriam Flynn as cousin or as Eddie and Catherine respectively stranded on an island in the South Pacific for the holidays. Yes, really. It currently holds a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Audrey is the only character to have um, to appear in Christmas Vacation 2. Um, and she's the only Griswold anyway. Yeah. Um, she reprised oh, she her role the, for the okay, Vacation she the, sequel. She, and she was the original Audrey. Okay. Huh? So weird. That is weird. Um, and then, of course, yeah, Cousin Eddie is one of Randy Quaid's best-known characters. He's got a couple good characters out there. I don't uh, even know if I've ever seen this man in anything else. Oh, he's really good in... Uh, well, you saw Independence Day, right? I've never seen Independence Day. Oh, teach. Son of a bitch. I know. Well, he's in that. Um... Well, shit. Uh, you know what? That's all I can think of right now is that. Evidently, he's in... Okay, so... He, he's in Kingpin, I guess. I've never seen oh Kingpin. Oh, my God. Yeah, Kingpin. He's the Amish dude. He's hilarious in that. And then... So, then the he's in Brokeback Mountain somehow. Okay. I think he was, like, the boss. Okay. Yeah. Um, Something called The Last Detail. Nah. Days of Thunder. Oh, Midnight Express, something called Star Whackers. <laughs> no, no, no. He's in a lot of shit, but I've he, not seen any of these movies. Yeah. You got to watch Independence Day and you got to watch Kingpin. Kingpin I, is. I uh, want to see Kingpin. Yeah. Kingpin is by the same directors that did uh, something about Mary and Dumb and Dumber, the, the Farrelly uh, brothers. It's okay. got, uh, yeah, it's got Woody Harrelson in it. Oh and yeah, Bill, yeah. yeah and Bill Murray. Bill Murray's in it. Yeah, it's huh. a it's a bowling it's a bowling movie. It's it's very funny, very funny. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yep. You need to do that. Um, then let's see. They're saying Cousin Eddie is based on a real guy. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Quaid borrowed many of Cousin Eddie's mannerisms from a guy he knew growing up in Texas. Most notably, his tendency toward tongue clicking. But Eddie's sweater dicky combo, that was an idea from Quaid's wife. I love that that outfit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so you can buy your own, apparently, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Collectibles is a website dedicated to all things Christmas Vacation, obviously. Among the many fun items are Cousin Eddie's wardrobe staples, moose mugs, and punch bowls. Yeah, you were look. Was that you that was looking for uh, the... Uh, Wally World. Yeah, I wanted yeah. I wanted um four of them, like plastic ones, but I don't know if they exist. Yeah. Huh. Oh, and there's about Aunt Bethany as Betty Boop. I already hit on that. Um 
Yeah, she, wow, she still made it another nine years after this movie. That's good wild. For her. Yeah, good for her. And cousin Catherine has a Looney Tunes connection. Hmm. Turns out Aunt Bethany isn't the only one. Miriam Flynn, who plays Eddie's adoring wife, voiced Taz's mother on the animated Warner Brothers series Tasmania. I never watched wow. nothing ever. Yeah. She also lent her vocal talents to the Land Before Time franchise and voiced Ma, the elderly sheep and babe. Interesting. Okay. And yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Let's see. So number 20 said Bethany and Lewis's entrance made the earth move at the time that the production filmed the arrival of Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany, the Grizzles' home, a minor earthquake struck. The camera shakes slightly as a result as Bethany walks through the door. Oh. Wow. Okay. Don't watch that again and see if you can see it shaking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and apparently England was not a fan of Christmas Vacation. It went straight to video. Huh. Yeah. The number 22, you won't hear Holiday Road and Christmas Vacation. Um, Christmas Vacation is the only film that vacation series that doesn't feature Lindsay Buckingham's song, Holiday Road. Instead, a new song, the aptly titled Christmas Vacation, which sucks. I hate that song. Was written for the film by married songwriter duo Barry Mann and Cynthia Wheel. Huh. The cover is on. Do you know who Lindsey Buckingham? What he? What? You know who he is, right? You got to. What I mean, I, I know the song. I don't know who he sang for. But. Oh, Lindsey Buckingham. He's a. He was a singer of Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. Yep. He's. Oh, he's the one that there's a lot of songs based on him. Because he was he was bipping uh, Stevie Nicks at the time, and then she's got a song that she's basically calling him a you know like an asshole, like a like a like a like a uh, yeah, what's call him a dick? Uh, but yeah, I don't know if huh. he was banging. I don't think he no, he wasn't banging the other. She was married to the keyboard player, not keyboard. McVie. Ah, I don't know. I I'm getting my my Fleetwood Mac people mixed up. Yeah. But he <laughs> is in good. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, he is definitely in that. So, looks like here, speaking of famous um, famous singers, uh, Randy Quaid is the third cousin of Gene Autry. No shit. Yeah. It says, it may just sound like a random fact, but at the end of the film, when the police raid the Griswold's home, the version of Here Comes Santa Claus is uh, Autry's version. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, because, yeah, the, you know, the Quaid brothers, yeah, they are pretty famous because it's Randy and, uh, the hell's the other? Dennis. Dennis Quaid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, I believe they're brothers. Almost positive. Yeah. Um, oh, Ellen, Ellen Griswold lied to the cops. Uh, she apologizes to Mrs. Shirley, the wife of Clark's boss, Eddie's kidnapping victim, assuring that this is our family's first kidnapping, when in fact... It is her second, at least the second that we know of. In the first one, the Griswolds forced Lasky, the security guard at Wally World, played by John Candy, to open the park for them. So, yeah. <laughs> I never really put two and two together. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, let's see, we don't care about those three reuniting. Um, Johnny Galecki received an award. Nah, I don't care about that. I don't think anybody else is going to care. So, yeah, Chevy Chase and Bev D'Angelo were anxious to see another vacation movie happen, which is when the um, 
The other one, ha- uh, the one with Ed Helms happened. Uh, that one wasn't too bad. It was. I it liked was it. Yeah, it was decent. There were some really funny parts in it. Really funny. Like, was it the scene when the one son was looking over at the Jeep to that good-looking girl, and they're kind of, like, smiling at each other, and then the other brother sticks that plastic bag over his head and, like, basically suffocating him? That (laughs) part cracks me up. (laughs) Oh, Yeah, that movie is good. I love love whenever uh, Russ... Is talking to his son and just like something about it. he's like nothing like an old late night rim job from your dad. And... <laughs> and the guy in the pool just gets up and leaves. Like <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, so what's this one? Chasing the oh, that's talking about. I think that's talking about the vacation movie, isn't it? Um. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, then Beverly D'Angelo improvised a risque sight gag for the SWAT team segment. Uh, and of course, when they yell freeze, Beverly D'Angelo's, D'Angelo's got her hand on Clark's uh, crotch and keeps it there. Her quote is, I did that spur of the moment and told Chevy just to see if anyone on set noticed. Beverly, or D'Angelo told Rolling Stone, but we did it a couple takes and no one mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I know, I've seen, I've noticed it before, but I love it when she shakes her hand, and then she puts it, she puts it right back on his crotch. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. There's the one we talked about the other day. Uh, Mr. Shirley is Bill Murray's brother. That's pretty yes. cool. Yep, yep. Um, Johnny Galecki got a big scene cut from it, and he still regrets it. Okay, what's this about? So they share a heartfelt chat in both the views and yet in Christmas Vacation they don't get one a dialogue driven man to man scene written by John Hughes never made it onto the final shooting script on set Chase wanted to film that scene anyway but Johnny Galecki felt felt differently they asked what I thought and I said I don't think there's any point Galecki told Rolling Stone in 2014 I literally talked myself out of what could have been a classic scene with Chevy Chase now I realize the error of my ways. I still kick myself in the ass for this every day. Damn. Huh. Eddie and Ellen kept the running joke alive when these two first meet in the original vacation. Um, and again, <laughs> in Vegas vacation, Eddie tries to kiss Ellen on the lips. <laughs> That's so funny. Every time he goes to kiss her, she just shifts over to the side. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh Let's see. Onset Chevy Chase. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. My thing just. I got you. Onset Chevy Chase became a comedy tutor. In 2018, a Variety interview, Johnny Galecki said that while the script required Rusty to do some heavy comedic lifting, his own sense of timing wasn't on point. According According to the actor, Chevy would help me out, especially with the timing, and he tells me some ad libs to say. Galecki recalled sometimes during lunch breaks, Chase would bring his co-star to the sets of Harlem Nights and Ghostbusters 2. Here I am at 13, being introduced to Red Fox and Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Richard Pryor, all these incredible, incredible comedic icons, um, says Galecki. I didn't have to do that. It's still very touching to me. That's cool. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. That is. Yeah, I did not know that. Huh. 
Well, number 36, I know this firsthand because I own a Clark Griswold Chicago Blackhawks jersey. I wore it to our company uh, company party, or I guess it was not company party, it was the union. Yeah. The union party. I wore it and the, uh, the, big, the big wig, the big union guy said how much he loved it. He wanted his picture taken with me with it on so it might it might pop it uh on the uh union newsletter oh yeah that'd be cool yeah yeah Yeah. um so chevy chase suffered a hand injury uh the accident happened on screen while clark was demolishing santa's sled after his second failed attempt to get the christmas lights up and running old saint nick got his revenge chase broke his pinky during the assault since the cameras were rolling, he couldn't stop without ruining the take. I had to keep kicking because it hurts so much. Wow. Okay. Damn. Yeah, because he like does like those karate chops with those. So that must have been whenever he did it. Yeah. That's nuts, dude. Yeah. Oh. See, all the presents on Mr. Shirley's office desk, including Clark's, looked exactly the same. Sure, they're wrapped differently, but size and shape-wise, the gifts are identical. I looked this up last night. Uh, according to IMDb... It says that everyone's gift, it's a desk organizer. Wow. But if you go to like Reddit and stuff, there's a lot of things that are like, nobody really knows. So IMDB, I don't know how accurate they are with stuff like that. But that's, that's what cool. that's what they say, desk organizer. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yep. All right. Oh, so. Yeah, oh, okay. To help chase nail the expletive filled tirade, his fellow actors wore cue cards. Um, as D'Angelo explained in a 2015 conversation with the Dinner Party Download, this particular scene was blocked in a way that would allow each of us to have around our necks a piece of rope that was attached to a big cue card. The rant was divided into sections so that he could go all the way through from beginning to end without a chance of forgetting his lines. If you watch it, you can see him. His eyes go from character to character as he's going on, going on in on in the speech because we've got the lines there. That's interesting. Yeah, I never noticed that. That's cool yeah. though. Yeah, they said Marlon Brando had ended up doing that. There's actually a picture of Marlon Brando in uh, the Godfather movie where he was talking to Robert Duvall's character, and Robert Duvall has this big piece of. Uh, like this big ass cue card that has his lines. They said Brando would never learn his lines. He would just have somebody hold the cue cards for him. I mean, if I was that famous, I would do the same thing. I probably would too. <laughs> I mean, hell, I can't even read a, a sentence on here without stumbling. So I'd have to, I'd have to have somebody with cue cards. Right. Let's see. Ruby Sue. Uh, this is number 41. Ruby Sue took a fancy to her cousin. You don't see much of the actress Ellen Hamilton Latson these days. She's mostly remembered for her role in Fatal Attraction and her signature performance as Eddie's daughter in Christmas Vacation. In a chat with Bill Bradley from the HuffPost, she spoke fondly of Christmas Vacation's family dinner scene. I remember sitting at the end of the table when there was, or at the kids section with um, Cody and Juliet Lewis and Johnny Galecki, who I had a massive crush on. A huge crush on Johnny Galecki, and I remember having little marshmallow fights with him and always trying to get his attention. So, Preston Johnny Glucky, that's cool. Yeah, 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 I could see that. He's, a, he's a, He was a good-looking little boy. That sounds weird. Never mind. <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that. <laughs> good-looking kid. <laughs> yeah. 
then the last one, Cleveland area fans can visit a genuine Griswold house each Christmas. Uh, nah. Yeah, yeah whatever. Go. Yeah, yeah. If you want to go, go. If you don't, who cares? It's not the actual house, so who gives a shit? Right. So there we go. That was some interesting shit. I had a couple things I learned on about that. Right. Yeah. So now, what do we got now? We're heading to... Oh, we got we got some funny lines, which of course, I mean, this movie's riddled in funny lines. Oh yeah, it's so quotable. Yeah, yeah. Um, even Autumn had a uh, T-shirt with number one about uh, Clark Griswold's rant, which we just talked about. That everyone had a uh, few cards and everything. And when he's done, uh, the line, "Where's the?" T- uh, let's see, at the classic moment, the line, "Where's the Tylenol?" After he what? After he accidentally destroys his son's sled, adds a hilarious twist. He doesn't destroy his son's sled. Where's the Tylenols after the rant? Wait, did I read that wrong? No, you read it right. I, doesn't he take like a sled and break it? Does he? I think so. He's like smashing a bunch of shit. Oh my Hallelujah. God, Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Where's the Tylenol? Yeah. Because I remember Autumn had a shirt, and that's, that's where it just started, was hallelujah, holy shit, where's the Tylenol? I don't remember him destroying. See, now I'm going to have to watch that again. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up right now and put the volume down so I can check it out. But Yeah. Huh. And then, of course, when we've already talked about Aunt Bethany, what, three or four times on here. Because, um, of course, when she... When they talk about the blessing, you know, she first says, she says, Grace, Grace, she's been dead over 30 years ago. <laughs> the, blessing. the blessing. Then she ends up saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, and then, of course, when they're outside looking at uh, looking at the Santa flying in the air, she's singing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> and Bethany's the best. I know, I love it. <laughs> so, just to confirm, there is no sled breaking in this scene. Okay, I didn't think. He just stands there with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. All right. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. Um, All right, which one are you? Oh, you just did the Star Spangled Banner? Did, so Yeah, just did number two. Well, Clark goes to the attic to hide Chris's presence, and he ends up locked in his exaggerated reaction in both and, and dialogue are both funny and relatable. He doesn't really say anything, so... No, he just keeps smacking his face off the board. Yeah, and he's trying to open up the... Which I still never understand. Because I, I, any little attic door that I've ever had like that, you could just pull down... I guess it doesn't... I might be overthinking it. You know, because if he can just push down, then what's the big deal? Uh, yeah, I know really. they ever locked. Yeah, so I think I'm overthinking that one. I think number four is weird. I, I don't think that's anything. I don't even think that. Did I even say that? No, because he says a real nice surprise whenever they're at uh, that Walmart. Yeah. And he's throwing all the dog food in there. And he crashes. Like you said, how you just noticed that as soon as Clark puts the light bulbs on top, he crushes them with the dog food. And then, oh. then Clark's like, says that he wants to buy the kids Christmas gifts and then that's when Eddie hugs him and he's like that's just a real nice surprise Clark 
then he's then he's like, I'm gonna get you something real nice. So yeah, that had yeah, that's nothing to do with uh, with that part, the storm drain, because all he says in the storm drains about the shitters full. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that one's a little, that one's wrong. Who the crackhead is that that wrote these? I know you didn't write them. I know you just found them, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we got the squirrel attack. That was that was funny. It was it went on. That was another part that it was like it was funny, but kind of just went on a little too long. You know, yeah. As Again, it whenever and... the dog was chasing it all over the house. I mean, I get it, but still, it's like, eh. Yeah, and then uh, let's see the sled scene. That's another one they mentioned. It's stupid, Ugh. memorable comedic sequence. Fuck you. That was that's not. Long. There wasn't a single funny thing about that. Even how we even talked about the other day, when he slides into the Walmart parking lot, and then Eddie goes, "Bingo." Yeah, like, I don't know. Fucking what? weirdest, weirdest like, scene ever. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't get it. It was so dumb. Oh. Uh, and then, well, the snots of the dog adds to the humor in the Christmas dinner. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, he just yakking on a bone. Yeah. He got it up. He got it up. He got a little Mississippi bloodhound in him. He said, best thing to do, just, just let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, our family pet? Snots. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. Oh, uh, it is weird. Gross. It's a gross scene. It is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Every year we watch it, my wife goes, ew. Like, <laughs> like she forgot that that scene was in the movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Hap, hap, happiest Christmas. Clark's enthusiastic declaration of having the happiest Christmas is both heartwarming and funny. Yeah. I wouldn't say okay. heartwarming because yeah, he was really. still. He was still on his tangent because he was like, uh, when Santa slides his fat ass down the chimney, and what's he yeah. say with Bing Crosby singing with Danny fucking K and all that? Yeah, so he's still on his psychotic rant whenever he's, he's talking about that. All these bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a great movie. I mean, you know, like you said, you got. Eddie being the pervert. I we had talked about this the other day about whenever they found the cat in the in the uh Bethany wrapped the cat up in the in the present. And then uh was it was it another gift when Ellen gets her finger and then Eddie licks it out of her finger? Oh yeah, I love that. And he's scene. yeah, and he's like tastes like lime. <laughs> and then <It's> lime. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes to Rusty, and he's, he's like, pretending to punch him in the stomach. He's like, come on, let's go find your sister. It's like, oh, my <laughs> God, that's just so gross. It's so, it's so weird. It's so creepy. <laughs> I, dude, I just love it. My favorite line from the movie is always the one that, like, I love the moment when Clark realizes that Eddie's there. That's a good mo moment, too. Uh, but the moment when he's talking about the RV, uh -huh. and he's like, don't you go falling in love with it now. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just like, it's going to be here for something, something, something when we leave here next month. Next month. <laughs> he spits I out just his love yeah. It's my favorite like, thing ever. Yeah, yeah I like that. Because it's right before that when he does the old, uh, can I get you anything? Leave you out in the middle of nowhere? Leave you for dead? He's like, I'm doing just fine, Clark. <laughs> I freaking love it, man. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd like to find anybody 
that has never watched it. I'm sure there's probably people out there. I don't know if our younger co-workers or even some of our maybe younger listeners have maybe never watched it. I'd love to know, because if you haven't, you got to watch it. Absolutely have to. It's a must. Yeah, then, then, then you know, write to us and let us know. Like, yeah. Because I want to know too. Like, what yeah. do you think of it? Like, how does it how does it land mm-hmm. with the current day youngins? Yep, yep. Now I will say, because it's gotten into this such this massive hit now, that I'm almost getting to the point where I'm getting tired of shitters full. Getting getting a little it's getting a little played in my yeah. mind. Um. That's really like the only part of the movie. Because then you start seeing people on Facebook and people on TikTok. They dress up like Eddie and they put, you know, and they stand out in the yard. And it's still it's still a chuckle, but I feel like in about five more years, I'm gonna be absolutely sick of that. I'm gonna be like, all right, you people need to figure out something else. And people might be thinking about that with my Clark Griswold Blackhawks jersey. You know, because yeah, I mean you know but that yours is subtle enough. Yeah, yeah, because it actually looks like a real hockey jersey. So I mean, it I would like find it more funny if you had a picture of you and your wife looking at the wind, looking out the window, and turned around and said, "Have you checked our shaders, honey?" That would be hilarious. <laughs> well, if anyone goes on my Facebook page, I, I think it was at this time last year, I my profile picture was me. This was at my old job. It was me staring out the window, and you'd see the back of my my uh, Blackhawks jersey. Yeah, see, um, that's that's subtle enough, and I yeah. like that. Yeah, and I also I like subtlety. Yeah, and there's also a couple pictures on there. You'd have to you'd have to root through them, but I had a cousin Eddie, uh, uh, tux or not tux, but his his suit that he wears for Christmas dinner. Oh, I had yeah. a yeah. Autumn got me a replica uh, suit that looked just like it. So there's oh, there's a good f- quite a few pictures of me in that in that outfit in my uh, in my Facebook page. You just have to root around and look. I may pop it up, you know, bring it out this year and uh, the pictures. The the suit's yeah. long gone. I had to I had to throw the suit out. I I wore it too many times and it, the elastic gave out. <laughs> But I, I think we, I think we've hit everything we can about Christmas vacation. We did, uh, we did, did, uh, did a pretty thorough, thorough take on it all. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think we're going to be able to do much more. No, no, no. There was some interesting stuff in there. A lot of interesting stuff. I know, I know more about it than I ever did before. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Me too. Definitely better than one magic Christmas. That's for sure. <laughs> I will say this about Mary Steenburgen: the woman still looks really good. Like she has not hardly aged at all. I mean, yeah, that's true. Some, yeah. But when I was watching her, I'm like, my God, this was. I think it was eighty. Was it eighty-five or eighty-nine? That movie was out. I can't. Eighty-five, I, I think. Okay. I thought that's what Disney Plus said was 85. Um, and I was just like, man, she still looks damn near the same. Yeah, because you, I mean, you watched the movie from 19 or from 2015 with her yeah. in it. 
Yep. Yep. One Magic Christmas, 85. And then I watched, last night we watched uh, Elf. Oh, okay. And she looks good in that too, so. Yep. Yep. And what, Elf was? 2003. 2003. Turkey Hollow was 2015. Yeah. So, yeah, in a 30-year span, a woman still looks good. No. Yeah, 30. 85 to 2015. Yeah, 30 years. Yeah, that's pretty wild. It is. It's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. How nuts? <laughs> let's let's rate it. Let's do our ratings. Her her uh, for the movie or Mary Steenburgen? <laughs> for the movie. Oh, movie. Oh, for me, it's without a doubt tungsten carbide hazelnut. It's a ten out of ten. 10 I out find. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's like I said, the sled scene. I I cringe at. Uh, but overall, I I still to this day I'm laughing about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Ruby Chestnut, just because that sled scene annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, I should maybe knock it down to Ruby, but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna leave it as because to me, like I said, it's it's the best Christmas movie. It's my favorite. So when I say something's my favorite, I'll give it a, I'll give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I didn't do the the rating for uh One Magic Christmas. And that's okay. You didn't need to. No. It no. was low. Yeah. Silver <laughs> almond. That's, that's a, two a 2 out of 10. That's a 2 out of 10. Hated it. Everyone so that funny. whole family can go fuck themselves. And Gideon too, that asshole. <laughs> Should have told uh, the daughter, "Hey, your 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 dad's gonna get killed, and you're gonna go into an icy river." Well, I guess they didn't go into the river. Anyway, I'm going on about a different episode. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it for this special bonus edition of uh, Ineffably Sublime in our Mirthful Moments episode number two. Or three, I guess. I don't know. I'm gonna. We'll do this one. Will be number two, and we'll do the other one as another, like a bonus bonus. Okay. Yeah. Mitch's magic bonus. Christmas. Yeah. Mitch's Mitch's Christmas rant. Magic Christmas rant. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cool. Um, so uh, listeners, I hope you guys have a uh, absolutely merry Christmas, the merriest of merry Christmases. Um, this will be the last one that you hear about Christmas, and um. I guess we'll be back uh, for sometime about probably, you know, between Christmas and New Year's. I'm sure we'll have an episode. And um, then after that, it'll be the New Year. So, yep. Yep. Can't wait. Yeah. That'll be yep. that. Yep. Going to hit her hard with other thought provoking ideas. And like always, if you have any ideas, you know, uh, I, I do have uh, Brett Stewart, Jake, kid I grew up with. He, uh, he has some ideas about movies, you know, more movie ideas that we need to, to more mirthful moments. He, the uh, airplane movies. I don't know if you ever watched Airplane. Or, never watched them. That might be a or, good one because I've yeah. never actually seen them. So we can get my uh, perspective from a first timer. Yep. Airplane and the Naked Gun movies. Okay. Yeah, I'm yep. down with it. Yep. So, yep. Going give to a, give a shout out to Jake. Jake the Weasel for... We're talking about that last night. So we will definitely hit those up. And if you have any more ideas, let us know. 
Sounds good. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>